0: Passing Dimes is proud to welcome a new partner to the show, Momentum Pro Camps. Momentum Pro Camps runs volleyball camps across Ontario, bringing professional athletes, coaches, and resources to communities, clubs, and partners. Momentum's mission is to inspire and develop high performers for life, and they're doing just that. Unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Momentum has suspended all programming until permitted by local public health recommendations. However, they have developed incredible future programming for athletes to benefit from, and are excited to share it with all of you when we can play again. Follow us on social media at Momentum Pro Camps for updates and details on future programs or email us at contact at momentumprocamps.com. Stay excellent, friends.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Sh- cuts Garrett I think we're on 12 I'll have to we need an intern to fact check this I think it's episode 12 and like I said last week it feels like we get a little bit better every week and the reason I can say that is because now we're managing time zones we're managing international guests like it just feels like everybody wants to be part of sharp cuts so I'm just going to get out of the way pass to my guy from yes guy gaming Garrett May you can introduce today's guests and let's get into it because not only are we dealing with time zones we're dealing with bedtimes because they're way ahead of us right now and I'm just thankful they joined us on the show well thanks Josh and yeah 12
2: I mean guests want to be on the show but it's seems- Nobody wants to watch or listen to the show. So for those of you joining, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And we got to thank our guests for joining. So let's get right to it before we lose your attention. Um, First up, I'll introduce our first guest. Um, I've known this person for a long, long time. Played for the University of Michigan down in the States. Then went on to play professional, Team Canada. Looking for an Olympic berth this year. Maybe I've spoken too soon. It's Jen Cross.
3: Welcome to the Hello. show, Jen. Hello. Thanks, guys. Hey, good Hey, Josh. What's up?
2: Is that is that all you got?
3: I mean, yeah. Like, I, it's it's 11 o'clock. We're in Italy. We're starting national team camp. It's it's all happening. Okay, uh, great. We're in- well, <laughs> sort of
2: cut you off right after I asked if that's all you had, but we got to introduce our second guest. <sighs> before we get going here so sorry we'll get back to that but over to our second guest (laughs) graduate of queen's (laughs) university also went on to have professional career still playing also with you in italy i think you mentioned you're actually adjacent to each other in the hotel room national team player it's carolyn livingston welcome to the show carolyn hello and thank
4: you so much for having me. I don't know either of you guys all that well. Just got to know Jen uh, super well these last couple days uh, um, in our little quarantine together. And yeah, looking forward to hanging out.
2: Well, that's really polite of you to say that you're you're really thankful to be on the show. and for, I mean, we're thankful for you for joining us. I mean, it's tough going. Um, for our viewers, if you're experiencing any technical issues, it's because we're talking to these people from across the world, okay? So give us a break. So you two are in Italy right now. Like... In hotel rooms, you're in quarantine, national team camp. Tell us the story. What the hell is going on?
3: (laughs) Yeah, um, it's a story. So, obviously, COVID's a thing, and VNL is going on regardless of COVID. So, it's happening under a bubble in Rimini. And so, with Canada's restrictions, it made more sense for national team to do our training camp here so we all met up in Italy over the last couple of days, and unfortunately, uh, we were exposed within like two hours of of getting <laughs> hotel. So we are in quarantine on um, just her and I for the next well till Saturday basically for the, for five days, and then hopefully test negative, and we'll be able to start training. That Good
2: is time. absolutely brutal, and we are sorry to hear that, but it's got to be the weirdest thing you're you're in a hotel you can't go anywhere but you're right next to each other like do you hop out on the balcony and just like shout just to see another human's face or what
4: yeah like we for eat sure eat meals together our- workouts together <laughs> <laughs>
3: And like we can like shout at our teammates and staff, like they're down in the lawn. We just like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) so you're on the balcony, just spitting chirps (laughs) off the balcony. Hey, you better deliver. We're in lockdown. If we were there, we'd be kicking your ass right
3: now. Yeah, I had a full debrief with with Shannon today from the balcony. very productive.
2: Oh, that's (laughs) amazing. Well, sorry to hear that. Thank you both for joining. I know it's late there, but uh, we're happy to have you. I got a list of topics that we can cover. We'd like to cover. We're looking forward to chatting about it. Um, Josh, I would throw it to you, but you know what? I'm prepared today, so I'm just not even going to do that. I'm going to get right into it. So we've talked a little bit already about you're both kind of part of this national group we're in you're in italy right now we're building to the volleyball nations league um i'm just kind of curious because we talked with uh tj sanders a few weeks ago about his experiences with national team the coaching what that's like and just wondering if maybe one or both can just give a a vision for our our listeners and viewers maybe just what it's like being part of this program because we're all huge fans but we don't get to see much. We don't know what the heck's going on. Give us some inside scoop if you can.
3: Well, you can see more if you follow our team Instagram that I run at VNT <laughs> on Instagram. So immediate it's a plug. Really- we haven't
2: gone oh, even plug. 10 minutes in the show and plug in the Instagram. I like it.
3: Absolutely. If you want more national team, follow the gram. We're very active on there. Um, what is it like? It's It's kind of chaotic. It's the best thing I've ever done. Um, I will continue to keep playing because of how much I value the relationships with my teammates. Um, I would not be playing without my teammates anymore. Um, Yeah, like it's kind of crazy. Like this situation in Italy isn't like it's kind of normal for a national team. We travel all over the world. Crazy shit happens all the time. It is what it is.
2: And Anything what about you, Caroline? Because we, we could let Jen go on probably for the whole episode.
1: So <laughs> just feel free to jump in and cut her off at any time. I mean, yeah. We should I know. mention that Jen is the captain. And maybe that's why Caroline is just a little bit hesitant to kind of step in here because she doesn't want to. Wait, wanna, Jen, like, you're the captain? He... Stop. You don't. You're not the captain. You're
2: taking
3: the coin toss? <laughs> yeah garrett how did you not know that you're supposed to be my friend dude well, i'm Come just on. shocked
2: that they would go okay we got this whole squad you know what we're gonna go <laughs>
3: <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> garrett? oh don't even don't even
2: no i shouldn't throw I, that I, chirp I because heard. i might just get a myriad of back at me hey you're a complete idiot oh. garrett so i easy there but josh way to also say maybe why she's hesitant and then cut her off completely so I mean, this show is already out of control. <laughs> Carolyn, sorry.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm for sure. Ben's been uh, been leading the way here. Uh, that and also, this is my first official year with the, the junior women's team. So um, it's been a long time coming. I was with Nick's Jen a couple of years ago. And COVID hit. So I've waited two years now to finally get uh, on the actual floor um, with the team, um, which was supposed to be today. Um, so when that happens uh, on Saturday, I will be so delighted to let you know. The <laughs> what ultimate it's really disappointment. Like. <laughs> you were
2: supposed to make your debut and yeah. you're chatting with us on Sharp Cuts. Like, what yeah. a sharp turn for the worse! <laughs> it's
3: been a rough go. It's I'm sorry rough. for
2: both of you, A, for the COVID situation, <laughs> the national team situation, but B, for this. Like, I mean, thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry, I didn't know that, Jen. I don't follow the Instagram. I maybe should now, because maybe I would then get yeah, all the updates. No, I I post my stuff. I, I don't follow anybody, to be honest, because I deleted the Instagram off my phone. Um, so I am uh, totally oblivious.
3: Oh, that's why. Right. So, but now I got to get
2: on and follow. Cause like, that's, I mean, I don't know. That's why I asked the question is because for such a long time, <sighs> I've known people on the national team, but I just never see anything. So it sounds like you're trying to fix that.
3: I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I would say in 2017, when we, when, well, when we made the move from Winnipeg to Vancouver, we made, I specifically made a conscious effort to, Uh, boost the profile of our national team. Like there was no like female volleyball players in in North America are incredibly successful and very popular. Like NCAA volleyball is the most popular female sport. There's no reasons that, that we shouldn't have more of an influence and an ability to affect things positive positively. And we had no outlet to do that. There wasn't really one place that we had control over. And so that's why we now have an Instagram that we run completely separate from, not completely separate, but we are independent from Volleyball Canada from that on that Instagram page. We, we create and upload all of our content ourselves.
2: Well, I got to respect a fellow content creator, so mad respect. Hopefully that keeps going well. Carolyn, maybe you can give yep. us your opinion on how well it's actually going. And just remember, Jen <laughs> is your captain, so just think about that before you answer.
4: Yeah, I gotta gotta watch my words here. <laughs> Um no, it's it's been great. Like uh yeah, I think I'm trying to think of how long I've even been on Instagram for Do for you me, follow like the, the account? I do, I okay, do follow okay. the <laughs> okay. I'm a I'm an honest follower. <laughs> Putting likes in and uh yeah likes so it. Doing my dues there. Yeah, the likes are key, the likes are key. So you gotta support from the inside. I think that's also that's also really key. Yeah. Lots of tags. So
2: Josh doesn't uh, even watch yeah. the YouTube version yeah. of this show. Like he, he just puts up the podcast and then he totally
1: ignores. We get like eight likes a video and I'm one of them. I've hopped on the leg train for sure. On like- <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I spoke too soon. Josh, support from the inside, okay. Um so <laughs> That kind of is like I'm kind of interested because you're both there, obviously in quarantine. But before that, you're both kind of living the pro life, right? Like playing pro (laughs) traveling all over the place. You're stuck in hotels or a foreign city. I'm just kind of curious. Like traveling with the national team compared to your kind of pro experiences, how different is it? I mean, you have the same—you know—it's a bunch of Canadians you're traveling with. But I'm—I'm wondering, is it the same kind of hotel to hotel? Because I mean, I played beach pro, and it it was—that's exactly what it was. But I didn't have a whole group of teammates traveling with me. Is that weird with the language barrier? I'm just kind of curious how that's been going.
3: Well, sidebar, Garrett, where did I play last year? Without looking it up, do you know, as my friend? I have no idea.
2: I think maybe Bulgaria, but I don't know for sure.
3: Okay, so you're you're close. I played in Bulgaria two year for two years, the last two years, but this season I was in turkey. Okay, well, forgive me. Uh f forgive No, I won't. Well, okay. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I, I have no idea.
3: No idea. That's okay dropping down friend status here, Garrett. Uh, no, it's, it's really different. Like when you're overseas, like, and that's a huge difference from the beach volleyball scene to the, to the indoor scene is that like the indoor lifestyle is a lot more stable. Like you go to a country and you're like fully living there and obviously you travel for gains, but it's usually, you know, once every two weeks and Mm -hmm. depends on, depends on the country but like I go to the same grocery store all year I have a cell phone there I have a routine like it's a lot more stable in that way which is why one of the reasons I prefer the the indoor pro versus beach it's just a completely
4: different once every two weeks are your matches Jen for real unless you're playing in the French Mostly for travel uh, and there's global pandemic. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, yeah. That sounds more like, like on assuming you have home if away. Yeah, if away. you're in the French league, yeah, and you're in the middle of a pandemic, we were at I think at 1.3 matches a week making up games this season. So, <laughs> it was
3: uh, it was yeah. a rough go. <laughs> yeah, we we also had that from uh, for like an 8-week period, January and February, we played every 3 days because of all the COVID disaster. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like language barrier stuff, I feel like it always seems like a big deal, but it's really not. Like everyone, you figure it out and like everyone talks about the same things like relationships. They're angry at their parents. They, you know, what TV shows are you watching? It's all the same stuff. It's just slightly, slightly difficult depending on on the language. But you always find a way to figure it out, basically. Yeah,
2: that's something I, I kind of I guess I didn't realize is like you go there you're there. Like you got, your living, mm-hmm. you, you can lay, like it's like kind of at uh, at university say, we're like, yeah, you might travel to play a game, but maybe you have a home game. Like then, then you're home maybe for two yep. weeks and then maybe you travel, you go on the road for a bit, but then you're home again, you can kind of lay a few roots down.
3: Exactly. It's the same sort of thing. Like you're, you're just in like, y- you have your apartment. Like I go to Ikea every year and like the <laughs> same or, boxes that i do every single year you know like i'm regretting josh
2: my decision what was i thinking like that sounds way better than what i went through like are you kidding me go to ikea everybody i have money to go to the beach is so appealing
1: like yeah like (laughs) Like i could afford furniture and stuff like are you kidding me yeah sometimes they help you with housing i think like if you're a big shooter like caroline when you were with france like did they give you a place to live
4: yeah, usually like I think most indoor contracts, apartments included. I was actually telling this to my younger sister who is looking to play pro, and uh, yeah, everything's it's it's a good life. You get given a car, you don't have to pay rent once a month. Uh, pretty much anything you're paid is like in your pocket or on coffee if you're a coffee drinker. Sorry, Jen, or it goes on for your food, and and that's about it. So
1: um, and you're living in France. 20s.
4: Yeah, and you get some friends. so, yeah, it was a pretty good time.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm incredibly jealous of the car. Like, I'm a 29-year-old man living in Toronto, never owned a car, and I can't even struggle to think about affording a car, and they just give them away. Like, what? I'm incredibly jealous. When did you even get your driver's license? Hey, listen, okay? Did I have my driver's your... license, all right? I'm not pulling, like... Well, I was 18. What? You got a problem?
3: Yeah, I'm just I just have a memory of you not getting your driver's license for several years, which is correct. Well, it maybe seems like
2: several because we had a few others who had access to cars, but I wasn't. It's not like Man. I was having the Rolls Royce to wheel around in high school. You know what? Let's give some fricking context then, Jen, if you're going to be throwing shots <laughs> across the bow. Jen and I let us go there. Actually, I'll tell this story. So, oh, no. First day of grade nine. Not even first day, you know, you go, you go to register, right? Like you go and you put in your name and they're like, yeah, okay, yeah. Welcome to high school. I go to school and we're in line and we're just standing there. It's me and my mom and we're just waiting. And like, there's this super tall chick behind us. And my mom out of the blue just asked her, Hey, uh, do you play volleyball? And I went, Oh mom, like, what are you doing? Like my first day of high school, you ask some random chick if she plays volleyball and then It's Jen. And she immediately goes, oh, yeah, like, no, I play club like it was like, oh, my God, the first person I ever met in high school turns out to be Jen frickin cross. And now we both go on to play pro volleyball. Like what a weird. And so anyway, that's the background there with Jen and I. I went to the same frickin high school.
3: Well, not only did we go to the same high school, we also sat at the same lunch table with all of our volleyball crew, all the crush guys, for four years. And yes, we yeah, it was quite an experience. We also we went to sports high school too. So it was even more there was a lot of stuff going on. Let's just say that.
2: Yeah, there there was yeah, there was a lot of that. So that's the history between us. So if you see any more on, on, like, uh, offside shots being thrown either way, you know, there's a bit of there's years of history behind that. Years, yeah. So, yes, I have my driver's license, I got it when I was 18, and it's okay, Jen. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Oh, okay well okay
1: so you know, resegwaying back though, on to some stuff that our viewers actually give a shit about oh garrett that's such a good question you just leaped over caroline asked if you could drive like a standard car so even if i was playing pro in europe i couldn't drive the car i'd have to practice on it and probably ruin it like, sorry
2: i'm completely distracted because our tech situation is just a hassle for me to wrangle with the constant <laughs> resizing of things the audio i'm just working magic over here to keep this thing alive so sorry you a great question I cannot drive standard. Way to poke at where it hurts. Just, just hurts to know. So I couldn't have even done
1: that, anyways. Oh. Yeah. Embarrassing. You should be ashamed. Yo, you can. Can you I ask, ask for that in your contract, though? Can you ask for an automatic? I need an automatic. Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Like I have in the past. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I, can, oh, can, really? I, can drive, I can drive stick, and I did it in Germany for two years. However. I don't see the point of a standard car like I just don't get it why people are like obsessed with this. Oh, it's it's better for driving. It's better for hills like I that's why an automatic does it for you. So like I, I ask like preferred automatic vehicle so I don't drive. I have
2: to. So like negotiating a contract for a pro. Obviously, there's stuff like that that goes into it. That's something that's just so incredibly foreign to me. I'm kind of curious what other stuff you you are like trying to throw in, obviously money. But is it ever like, Uh oh, uh, maybe get me a couch and a king size mattress and then it will make the deal work
1: like a three story walk up. I don't want to, you know, take the elevator. I just want to be pretty close.
3: (laughs) I it depends. Depends where you are in your career. Like when I it depends was. Depends on your pull.
4: Jen's being yeah. nice. It depends on your pull. If you're experienced <laughs> like Jen and you're starting on your national team, you got all the pull. You got the car. You got the automatic car. You got the mini fridge. If you're at my stage <laughs> in my career, coming a full size nice fridge. <laughs> oh, they want to take me. Sign me up.
3: <laughs> so Real- a little bit of a
4: contrast
3: for sure. Well, realistically, like I know people always ask for a flight home at Christmas. that's a huge one um a car with unlimited miles because like some clubs like you'll get a car but you you can only drive it within like the city limit or like you have to record like to and from wherever you're going which is just a hassle um yeah those are the two big ones I feel like people
2: Have you heard of any of like any of your teammates or for or, you know, other players just asking for ludicrous stuff or like weird stuff? Like, yeah, I need a bottle of Patron tequila on my desk or at home every week. Or like I need, you know, this person to come give me a leg massage twice a day or whatever.
3: I've heard of people um, demanding to have all their food cooked for them. Like someone will come and cook and prepare all their food I mean, or nice. they yeah i'll take that or like they'll want a separate apartment for f- friends and family to come and have it like available all year round um i'm trying to think of all the i feel like those crazy things happen more on the men's side i feel like all those stories are mostly from the guy's side um yeah Stupid extra man. flights stuff like that no i wasn't saying that garrett no, i'm just I saying
2: no i am we've talked to some real do- on this show including the hosts so
1: absolutely i wouldn't even think to ask for out this stuff i'd be like uh can i get this jersey number maybe and like what time do we practice where you guys are like i'm only practicing every other tuesday and i want this jersey number and i want a full size fridge not a mini fridge that's for the rookies and oh the team colors are pink and black i don't wear pink so we're gonna have to change that like just keep going on this long list of what you can get your hands on
3: it's weird though. I actually like jersey number is like the last thing I think about. Like I normally don't even pick it until I get there. Or they just pick you my national. they
4: ask you and yeah.
3: Yeah. It's like, that's on my not mind. Wow. The-
2: <laughs> the well, there's no negotiating on the beach tour. Like nobody's asking you if you need anything. It's like, Hey, can I can I get a cab ride to the airport to get my out of here because i just lost in the first round um that's and that even that's like mm, get now get out of here you you don't you don't we don't have that
3: (laughs) yeah the, the beach the beach life is just ridiculous i still don't understand how how everyone does it just financially and logistically it just seems like a nightmare
2: yeah what was i thinking i should have picked this this indoor road like it sounds like it's a dream like you just like oh gosh i gotta stop saying that because it's the truth a, but b it's like okay yeah we get it
3: I'm also talking to two people currently in court i don't know how much of a dreamed. This particular moment. (laughs) So,
2: yeah, like I get that for sure. But (laughs) I will say I also haven't left this apartment in two days. I mean, it's it's not my my high my record. I don't know about you, Josh. I mean, you go to practice all the time, but I could go a full week without even leaving the apartment.
1: Definitely. I, we're so lucky we're allowed to train. I'd be going crazy if I couldn't leave the house. I mean, like, I, I love our beach players. I know we got some indoor people here, so they get to brag a little bit. But I think, you know, beach has got its pluses, too. And, and I'm so happy we have an exemption to train because, yeah, when we were shut down, it's it's painful, man. I don't know how people do this. Yeah, well, I don't Did know if I you saw- can tell. I'm going a little bit crazy, so.
3: <laughs> oh, we can all tell. Yeah, We've like- listened to Episodes. it's a slow descend
2: just... into madness. And you'll if you watch the episodes in order, you'll see it's just getting worse each time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did I see an article when Sophie was trying to train downtown at the beaches that she liked the police or something? I saw a tweet
1: about it. So yeah, we have, uh, we have a stay-at-home order here in Ontario, so you're not allowed to use, like, parks or, or play, like, organized sports outside. Like, you can walk your dog or go for a run or, or do, like, a bike ride. Like, you can be, like, not in one place for a while, but we can't. Uh-huh. Like, we're training inside at Downsview right now. We're not allowed to go to the beach and have, like, an organized group uh-huh. right now.
3: But, I mean, couldn't she? Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: I yeah, was just man.
1: training with
2: these three yeah. friends of mine just for exercise. We just happened to be all meet yeah. up at once. I mean, we're distance. I don't know. I never get within <laughs> six crazy. feet of my
3: partner. Terrible partner. Then
2: Now nah, I'm going to get fined <laughs> for saying that.
3: <laughs>
1: takes all of us. Garrett takes all of us. We're going to get through this
2: it does it does absolutely and I, i'm i'm i do have a list of things we wanted to talk about but like i'm finding no graceful segues to get to any of them like it's just this is a complete mess jen you fold me up literally every time so i'm gonna try to steer this thing back on track but we'll see
1: i mean who even knows i um, just thinking out loud right now you're not even segway josh you got anything buddy <laughs> I would love to get both their perspective because I think Jen has said she did a good job with the media and trying to get more women's volleyball promotion. But volleyball Canada did something cool, I thought. Wait, where is there was Jen doing head- a
2: good job, or did Jen yes. say that she's
1: doing a good I, job? No, I follow. She's doing a good job. <laughs> it, it, it's easy to pay attention. Who's playing when? You got maps going on. Like it, it's just easy to know what's going on. So thank it's a one-stop shop, Garrett. Versus like you got to follow Lane, you got to follow Caroline, you got to follow everybody. You can just follow the team account and follow those people too, actually. But anywho, what I was talking about. Was was VC did a good job in the media. I thought when there was there was about six maybe athletes who retired and they all got a little okay. bit of a story. Seven. So Jen was not one of them. So I want to get her perspective of why she chose to continue going. And then I would like Carolyn's thoughts of like being the new one around the program. Does it feel like there's a new cycle, new young energy going on? Or are Jen and the old grizzled vets like really beating down the young ones? So maybe we'll start with Jen about like why didn't you go the route of, you know, Jesse and um Kristen Monks, I think retired. There was a few that all retired at the same time and chose not to pursue this cycle. But you, you're still here. Are we old, Jen?
3: <laughs> I mean, no, we're 29. I don't understand. um That's a great in
1: volleyball question. years, in volleyball years, guys.
3: In volleyball years. We've been doing this way too long. um And actually, in retrospect, I thought about this. I might have like joined the national team like too soon. Like I was, I was 15, turning 16. Um, and started with the junior team and then played beach for the next three years with beach national team and then
2: waste of time <laughs> no we-
3: excuse me no
2: no beach beach like you're good the beach was a waste of time
3: <laughs> why i would like to hear this why Garrett? Why well for is our viewers out time?
2: there we have world champion melissa umana perez whose former partner was jen cross Yeah. And Jen, at at a start, was destined for greatness indoors. And Melissa was pretty clear destined for greatness on the beach. And, I mean, I guess you were a great partner at the time, but...
3: I Uh, I don't even... I I don't think I... Yeah, I I wasn't, though. Because, like, I had already... I was already committed to Michigan for like two years before that. And so I think I was just playing beach. Cause like all of our friends did it. Like all of our friends were in beach crew. That's where we spent our weekends was on the beach. Like what else was I going to do? So it just made more sense. Like, and beach is still super fun to me. Like I've thought about switching back and forth. I've talked to Josh about that before.
1: Do not do that. Gary, <laughs> you're not helping us. You're do not, not do
2: that. <laughs> Anyways, we've sidetracked and cut it off with the sharp cuts, like the retirement thing.
3: Right. Okay. why I did not retire because I still love playing. I'm still getting better. I don't feel in any way like I've reached my peak as a volleyball player, as a person that I still have so much more to offer the program and help it evolve and change into what I believe it could be. Um, yeah, I just don't feel done. Like, I'm still learning. and If I'm still learning, that means I haven't reached my max. So, like, why would I? I'm not done. I'm not tapped out yet. So, I just didn't feel it was my time. So, yeah, that's why I didn't retire. I'm ready to go.
1: And how about you, Caroline? Is there a curfew for you and Lane? And I think, uh, is Parker Austin quite young and Hillary Howe? Like, there's some young guns coming through the program, right? So, it's it's a pretty good mix this year, but what's yeah, what's going it on almost,
4: it almost feels like half and half i mean i wouldn't know because i haven't actually seen everyone all together <laughs> uh, but like it would for sure be weird if jen wasn't here it's already weird that like kyla's not here kyla and i like have been chatting a lot just over the season in france and like yeah just like weird with and a lot of the other girls too like um i wasn't necessarily on the team with them but like seeing them in the gym every day and like those those older players that you like look up to and then like you're finally here and then they're gone just like that it's like pretty cra- it's a pretty crazy feeling feeling but it's also really exciting I think like to have a younger group going forward like yeah um, I would say like half and half of us and all the girls that are kind of younger and coming up like we've all played a little bit together at Fichu and and I wasn't at the Pan Am games but at Pan Am and then just with Next Gen so we haven't had this unit all together just yet but there's little connections here and there so it's it's showing a lot of promise I think for the next few years
3: going forward also we also didn't have like a fully functioning junior program or next gen program oh yeah like we we did here and there certain years for certain competitions but really in the last like two or three years we've like formally formalized the next gen and junior team process so like that's just a, And that was that,
4: Shannon that did that too, yeah. I think. That was my first year coming in was Shannon's yeah. first year um, as the head coach of the Next Gen program. So oh. that's the other great thing too, like having Shannon uh, now coaching our senior women's team, like a lot of us were with her for the majority of that summer with Next Gen. So like, it's just been kind of like a pretty seamless transition, I'd have to say too. Mm-hmm. Kind of dope. Yeah.
2: Now, uh, I have to make it a little bit competitive. Uh, Jen, you know me. <laughs> so, yeah carolyn you've been coming from the next gen group this kind of new group you got the young energy then you got a few of the kind of established members you get in that practice environment maybe you get even beforehand a couple years ago maybe you get some exhibition you get some training groups is there any sort of that intense energy like hey i'm coming for you like hey beat it punk kid type thing going on or does that is everybody just super nice because i mean we are canadians oh
4: if you're nice you're not going to cut it um i think all of us Maybe some of us will be a little more confident to show it in different ways, and you know, respects are always going to be paid. That's like without a doubt. Um, but I think I think we're all holding each other accountable that we expect each other to be to keep things competitive. So,
2: so, <laughs> so the answers, yes,
3: <laughs> within the lines, yes, we get very we get spicy. But within the lines of the volleyball court, but like outside, I don't know if there's a team that like love each other more then this group is kind of ridiculous but like yeah it gets it can get spicy well but jen but then
2: you get somebody who is saying hasn't spent a single day with the group coming in mm-hmm. trying to take time like in some ways i mean it gets spicy but is there ever that line of like hey like you haven't been here like who do you think you are type thing where this person is saying hey i'm here to prove myself like you better bring it because i'm coming type thing
3: I know the answer you want me to say, but like, not nah, like, Well, I don't want you to
2: say anything. Just tell me the truth. Like,
3: don't lie. I just... is, is that I want to qualify for the Olympics. So like, I don't care how long you've been on the team. Like if you're the best, like that's who I want to play with. I want to play with the best people. So like, I don't care if you've been on the team for a month or Caroline who's been on the team for like two days. Like I don't care. <laughs> like I want to win that's what matters most is like the team winning and qualifying for the Olympics it's been way too long and I've been here for too many quads for it not to have happened (laughs) and so like for me like I I don't I don't care I want to win and if you if that means like people who have been on the team for eight years are starting great if it means people who have been on the team for two months fantastic
2: I want to win I mean, that's amazing. And I mean, I guess that's why you got to have that attitude and kind of behave that way to make it on a national team, to be a part of it for so long, to play pro, to play all that. Mm -hmm. And But I am kind of curious because it's a group of highly competitive people, right? And so it's great that you kind of develop this off-court kind of admiration and respect for each other. But obviously... When you get the best players together, you need them to play well in practice for you to improve, for you to get the things done you need to do in preparation to help win, right? I mean, who's on the court when in crucial times, like that sort of thing. I'm kind of curious Mm -hmm. because we had a similar conversation with with TJ a few weeks ago about their environment. I'm just kind of curious, what does it look like when things get super intense in a practice environment in a training environment maybe in a tough match where somebody's getting subbed out somebody's struggling like what does that look like how does it play out like are you throwing chirps is it just the stare down is it the looks like what does this look like
3: no like i the guy's team makes me laugh we we don't throw (laughs) chirps like I, so no chirps ever (laughs) No, okay. not but you're never
1: telling Kim or Bree, don't set this person because I'm gonna block them like you're not trying to talk to the other team setter or like do anything mean about technical tactical through the net?
3: I not on national team <laughs> okay. I overseas pro do it quite often <laughs> like <laughs> Game and I am notorious for getting yellow cards when my team needs me to. But national, like national team is different. Like I feel like my focus is maybe it's just me and my position and like my role. Like I, I'm focused on running the block defense and like making sure everyone's doing what they need to do. And like if someone wants to get spicy, like China for example, she will chirp and like get more spicy. But that is just not my role which is yeah that's just not what i do so like if you're
2: the- shutting down somebody in a practice environment and you just block them 100 of the time you get like three or four in a row like there's no yeah. it's like no coach you got to deal with that it's not i'm doing my business here like it's not you're saying hey like hit it around me what the hell are you doing i'm not getting better from this
3: no it, i no i do not but like I, to me, what All right, purpose Carolyn, does that So
2: next time in the practice environment, you got to <laughs> use that, right? So you get in a little bit of Gen like, Z.
3: Like if I'm, if I'm blocking them five times in a row, like great job. I did an amazing job. Like, I don't need someone to tell me that. Like, I know I'm amazing. I got it. Good, <laughs> so good like, for you. Cause
2: I mean, I would need that.
3: <laughs> well, yes. It's like confidence boost and outside validation, but that's your issue. Not mine. So,
2: Hey, why do you um, think we're doing this show?
3: no for me i i that's just not where i choose to put my energy i have a limited amount of energy and emotional capacity that's not where i choose to spend it so yeah
2: i mean that's interesting because that sounds a lot different than than kind of what we had heard from tj about the men's group and i'm kind of interested too because uh carolyn going through the kind of next gen group right how much time did you spend there by the way i don't want to assume it was like a
4: ton but Oh man, that was a long, it was a long summer. <laughs> um, I would say, I think it was like three or four months, maybe three months. Okay.
2: So like everybody, everybody there, right. Is trying to get the leg up cause they're trying to make the big show. Right. So
3: yeah, does right.
2: it is it a little bit different there? Cause are some people realizing like, Hey, if I, if I'm the best and I, by burying somebody else, like I don't need to see them again. I'll be up with the national group. Like, does it ever I don't want to say cross the line but have a different air about it.
4: I think for sure I think it was it was different a different dynamic because we we didn't get to compete regularly in against someone else in competition right. in a game style setting. It was literally like the summer of never-ending training. And Shannon like told us that coming in. She was like I just want you guys to be mentally ready. You will play. It'll just be a little while. So like Every weekend we were watching, like, I think, I think that summer you guys were hopping around quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I know for North Sea and stuff like that, down in Trujillo in the back. Um, so, and we were just in the gym, getting more reps. And so, yeah, there was definitely that point where it was like, there was, yeah, I would think a little bit of like inter-team competition or inter-position competition for sure. But
3: yeah, I, think I, think, that- I guess we have that too. We have inter p- yeah. t- Did I forget how to speak English? Position competition. But like, it's only usually like right before a roster choice. Yeah. But even like right before, like, we leave for a trip or something, like things get more tense. But even then, it's never like, I just don't remember a time someone chirping other than shy. No. Okay. Yeah. Never, never to the point of chirping for
4: sure.
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't know what they do with the national team, probably something different than this, but on, on my university team, our coach, Jim would have the two guys who were fighting for the position, like six and seven on the depth chart, or, you know, they oh, have the no. room together and do everything together. <laughs> and it was like, Oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah. But they were always in a room together. And uh, I mean, never had a problem, but I, they probably don't do that with, with you guys. Right.
3: We do like the exact, Opposite, like we we don't room positions together, and like we try to mix up old and young, and like starters and non-starters. Not not for like competition reasons, but for like team chemistry and like making sure everyone is as comfortable, balance, yeah, as possible. Mm -hmm. So I mean, the exact.
2: I'm reassured to hear that for our national team. Sick. I mean that I think it's (laughs) it makes sense. It's a good way to do things. I don't know.
3: So I mean, I you guys say, are so I don't know, maybe maybe it did work for you. Well, guys, hey, but. listen,
2: we ain't going any Volleyball Nations Leagues, that's for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's
2: definitely not happening.
0: Friend of the show, Jeff Miller started an amazing golf brand called Club Jason. Designed with quality in mind, Jason sets no limits on comfort, feel and appeal. They are devoted to growing the game of golf and creating opportunities for those who could benefit greatly from a little extra support. 10% of all sales will go to a Club Jason scholarship for a female golfer. An additional 10% of all sales will go towards junior golf programs in Ontario. Club Jason wanted to pass on some savings to you, official friend of the show. Use promo code DIMES, that's D-I-M-E-S, at checkout to receive 15% off your order. Jason also offers free shipping in North America on any order over $99. Visit clubjason.com, that's C-L-U-B-J-S-O-N.com to check out their amazing clothing and to learn more. Jason, join the club.
1: I'm curious, preparing for an event like this, like obviously the goal is to make the Olympics, but it is wonky for you going to an event where we're, we're not eligible to qualify, but teams there are in the Olympics. So they might be treating this a little bit different. Like have expectations mm-hmm. been talked about or do you guys have personal expectations? Like it's interesting going to a competition where some people are using this to springboard for Tokyo, where this is like, this is our competition this season. And it's exciting to be back on the court, but you don't have that next thing after. So you can go, maybe you can go a little bit more all out. Right. So what's the mood around the team in terms of what this bubble means to the program right now?
3: Well, I think one thing that's been a little bit overlooked is that the news that we are guaranteed to be in VNL next summer, regardless. And like as a program, I mean, obviously it's unfortunate because of COVID, they they couldn't do the qualifier. But like for us as a program, that that's like huge, like program changing news. Like as someone who's been here a long time, we always struggled as a program to get enough quality international matches, um, throughout the summer. Like if you look at the Euro teams, they're playing like 40 or 50 high quality international matches, every national team summer versus Canada, we're playing around 15 to 20, depending on which competitions. So like purely speaking from like a, a performance standpoint, like being in VNL, and having that competition is so important and so the fact that we're in for this year and next year is like huge because we're guaranteed that level of competition regardless of how we do also like i because of where we're at in the quad and with like so much change as as we've said like basically half of new team new staff like we're just focused on ourselves like we fully know that like finding a win in vnl is going to be extremely challenging so like it's less about what other teams are doing and like trying to figure out us first and like as we go through vnl like we'll we'll make smaller goals but for right now it's just trying to figure out who we are as a team like we need people to meet each other first like that's step number one you know like (laughs) focus on that first i mean i, I but, hear yeah. that, that
1: might be important but i don't know, I, I
3: don't know. <laughs> on your pro team
1: sometimes you don't speak the languages everybody right so it's not that important yeah, sometimes <laughs> that's, that's,
3: but like it will be interesting like to see like we 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 are playing with an extended roster right like we have 17 here and so and some of myself have been overseas since July. So like, I will be gone a full calendar year. Um, and so like, in terms of like load management too, like it is impossible for like the starters. I use that with quotes to play every single match. Like that will not be happening. Um, so like, it's a really good opportunity for us and every other team will also have to handle this. Like, so it'll be interesting to see like which matches people, choose to start their a lineup and like where that's going to match up like you could like when usa and china play each other like are they going to go for it as a prep to see where they're at or are they just gonna car just gonna be like nope i need to figure out who's going to the olympics first like we just don't know and each match will be different for and for every team Though so. that's
2: interesting what you said about how you kind of got it's got such a huge turnover with the uh, like with half the team and with all with like half the staff you mentioned. I, I'm that, that kind of intrigued me. Like, that feels like that would be something that's like super tough to deal with when you're coming to the volleyball nations league. You got a quarantine, you're meeting everybody for the first time. Like, holy, like so. How many people, Carolyn, haven't you met? Like, have you met no one?
4: <laughs> uh, you know i haven't even counted them yet but i would say about half i mean jen i would say we officially met yes two days ago yeah like
3: we we Uh, have spoken we knew like we've been in the same same places we are in the same like general but like have i ever had in-depth conversation with her not until
2: like yesterday (laughs) you are like what (laughs) 10 meters away from each other right now yeah yeah Uh, I mean that's ins- that's wild by the way. Um but the fact that you arrive in the country like mm-hmm. we're coming, hey, I'm playing with a g- roster of 17. I don't know half the people. Yeah. Like that's on un- Is that's there going to be
1: icebreakers? Is the captain in charge of making sure everybody knows each other? Like how's this going to work? This just seems bonkers. I, I
3: was <laughs> until I was put in isolation. <laughs>
4: Yeah there's this really great one where Jen and I stand on our balcony and then everyone comes out and looks at us like we're zoo animals and uh, it's just the best.
3: Yeah, so that did. Happen. that's been the that's extent of the ice breaking on our end. Yeah. There there are things that w- we, we are trying to do as like and when we say like half the team as like, some people are more familiar, familiar, like there's some people who it's like the first time. And then there's other people that have been in next gen or have sometimes traveled on the a roster. Like there is like a, a variance. Like I would say there's like, I would say four new, new people, but like, I, it's also like our entire staff is different. Even like our, our support staff and like, uh, our manager is different. Like everybody, except for like our physio, is different. So like that's a huge adjustment too. It's just a big time of change. So, <laughs> it's just. So but obviously Jen, what you've else got is new all the. Oh.
2: Sorry, Carolyn, go ahead.
4: I was saying what else is new with uh, with everything else going on this year, anyway. So yeah.
2: What a wild year. So like yeah, Jen, you've got a bunch of people you've never played with, like never. Mm-hmm. Bunch of staff who you have no idea who they are. Carolyn, mm-hmm. you're coming into a situation. You've got a ton of people you've never played with. You don't know any of the staff, really. Or, I mean, th- those you might have met beforehand. And now you're, you're getting time. Like, you're playing. You're going to play in a few, like, in this tournament without having ever, what, hit a set from your setter? Like, it seems crazy I mean, to me.
3: We're we're going to have, like, two weeks.
2: Well, I mean, yeah. I, I hope you're gonna have two weeks. I hope you guys aren't stuck in that hotel room for any longer.
3: I I have antibodies, so I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. But we're we're hope we believe that we will be fine. We're thinking positively. I love that. And we're gonna we're gonna have like two two weeks to like get ready and then start hot on like the 25th against Brazil. I see no no issue, Garrett.
1: I know What's you don't. Prep? I was Brazil talking, to Carolyn. <laughs> Carolyn's going to introduce herself and then tell the setter to set her higher. Like that's the, in the same conversation. <laughs> yeah, I think.
4: That's, that's how it's going to go down. for sure. uh, you know, Like you're,
1: I, 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 It seems wild to me. You're getting time
2: on a national stage with people. You don't know. You step on it. Like, Hey, I'm here. Like, set me the ball. Like it's wild. Like nobody in their regular life has to deal with shit like that.
3: Oh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think Wait, <laughs> like,
2: there's more. There's more?
3: I mean, like this, yeah, like pro and playing volleyball overseas is not normal. Like the lifestyle is like, it, I think we glamorized it before, but like, I don't live anywhere. Like I I just traveled to different places and like I have several different home bases. And like, you can sometimes communicate with teammates. You like, we, we play all year round and I've been doing that since I was 18. Like, this is just like pro-life this is just what happens when you're on the national team yeah i just can't think think of any i've said most
2: sorry i keep interrupting you why am i doing that
3: to any family member sorry
4: i'm just jumping in uh the line is uh (laughs) the line is you'll know when i know so it's like oh when are you coming home i don't know you'll know when i know what's your schedule for tomorrow i have no idea you'll know when i know and it's you never really know what's happening so just always going with the flow. It's what we're what we're best at. So I think we're going to be really well equipped for the next couple of weeks.
1: So this is better to recruit people back towards the beach because you guys made it sound so glamorous. Where it sounds like, oh, breakfast is at this time. All right, I'll stop it there, <laughs> Mister Recruiter but, over there. I see where whoa, this is hey, going. Whoa, Look at whoa. this guy <laughs> trying to
2: pull a <laughs> into the beach scene. Here's the question. <laughs> you got to throw it out there, Josh. If you're really recruiting, Jen. When you do decide you're done indoors, is there a future in beach for you? Same question, Carolyn.
3: Yes. Have you seen
4: my uh, my skin tone? Um, that might answer your <laughs> question. You. I need more
1: gingers on the beach. I can't be the only like, I mean, I'm, I'm like a half the best. We need more. We need more. Just, hey. just if Josh is getting out there coaching on the beach, anyone can. <laughs> <That's
3: true. laughs> She has like 100 SPF sunscreen. I think it'll be fine. You just got to reapply. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Reapply is key. No, I'm definitely, I've thought about beach a lot and, and what that transition would be like and when would be a good time to do it. But also like, I, I can't play volleyball forever. I will physically, you know, eventually break down. So it's a, it's an ongoing conversation within myself and, and various people. I'll leave it at that,
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I mean, the Sarah Pavan roots got to maybe inspire a bunch of indoor players who are thinking about maybe finishing their career indoor because it's so intense on the body, and move to beach where it's still intense on the body, but not in the impact type of way that you would get indoors.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. That's definitely part of it. Honestly, like one of the major factors when I was deciding beach was the lifestyle of the constant travel and also the financial burden that a lot of beach athletes take on at the beginning of their career especially like if you're not if you're not consistently making main draws and you're not placing somewhat regularly in the top 15 you know like i i'm i don't feel really inclined to go and spend all my money that i've just made playing indoor to like go play beach for a couple years like that you know so Maybe that's like a super adult answer. Don't do like, it.
2: <laughs> don't do not do it.
3: You Take, don't believe in me?
2: No, Come I on. believe in you wholeheartedly. But okay. it's expensive. Don't do it. Take the money and run.
3: I don't know, though. We'll see. We'll see. Josh is just sitting there like, don't shut up. Stop saying this.
2: <laughs> Josh, this is tampering. Is there not a tampering thing between
1: the national teams? Like, there's got to be some sort of rule around. Well, well When we had TJ on the show, we were both fangirling. It was about like, how can we bring both programs together? We can learn from each other. There was like all this cohesive stuff happening. Now you've drawn a line where you're just like, if you're indoor, don't leave the bubble. Like, stay in the indoor bubble as long as you can. Well, like. But we were, we were saying like, hey,
2: let's work together. And as soon as Jen said, hey, I might think about playing beach it's like oh
3: forget everything so you're saying there's a chance forget everything (laughs) i have told josh in the past we've had conversations about it josh knows this there's definitely a possibility and like it's you know it just depends on timing and a lot of different things but i don't know i don't I, i see why people are drawn to the beach but i also get why indoor players are like nah like after they're done they're 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 ready to tap out they're done
2: well, it kind of brings up an interesting thought about like life outside of volleyball for volleyball people, and I know it's crazy to talk about for us volleyball folks. Like, what? There's a life outside of volleyball. Like, there's a world out there. Like, people do stuff. Never heard of it? People maybe don't care about what we're doing. <laughs> like, can't can't believe that. But I am kind of curious because it's something I've gone through recently, trying to figure out like who the hell am I without volleyball? Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, like, if that's something that's kind of on both of your radars, if that's something you, you, you're you thinking about and kind of actively planning for. Or if it's like, hey, I'm going to ride this thing while I'm in it. And then when I'm out, figure it out type thing. You go first.
4: Oh, my, I'm going first. Eh? I'm, I'm for sure. I actually was just trying to my sister about this. I'm for sure riding it out right now. Um, I think my my type A North American um loving 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 family is very much like what's up like so when you're done volleyball you know um obviously supporting me 100% the whole way um all my friends and family but like for sure there's like a lot of people are like wow this is so cool but like what are you doing after and I just think there's such this like there's so much pressure to like I think North America too like I don't know about you Jen but like after living in Europe like you realize I don't want to, I don't want to use the word uptight. I'm going to say success driven. (laughs) I'm going to use the word kind words here. Um, Like, I think there's definitely that culture uh, in Canada for sure, where it's like, you know, always pushing for these sort of stereotypical or there's a little bit of a stigma around like what you should be doing and when. And um, I don't think there's enough time spent just like enjoying the moment and loving what you're doing. So I've, uh, I was in the vortex of undergrad at Queens for five years and I just got out of there and, uh, I'm just really enjoying being out of there right now and just playing the game. So I'm definitely, uh, definitely riding it right now. What about you, Jen? (laughs) Oh, I mean,
3: maybe I've just conditioned all my friends and family to just accept the fact that like Garrett's shaking his head, like Garrett and I haven't seen each other in years because we're never in the same place, but like, I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of knows that I was just always going to be doing this. Like it just kind of like made sense for me and like has continued to make sense. Like, I, I think I feel a pressure to get married, which is a new thing. And I have like zero desire to do so still, but like, some of Garrett and I's close friends are are getting married, uh, really soon. So like, that's, it's like the, we've had one or two couples kind of get married within our friend group, but like, I don't know. I was like, Oh my God, they're going to start having kids and like, Oh, weird. Oh yeah. But like, yeah. Auntie Jen. It's, Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be strange. But like, I, I think for me, like I enjoy, my own time like I still prioritize what what I want to do more than anyone else like I'm not super accommodating with my relationships which is bad but I'm still in that place where like I am in my prime in terms of volleyball like I still feel super young so like I have no desire to like Change my life right now. I love it. Like this is what I was meant to do, I feel like. And I still have so much more to do. So like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep doing this. Sounds pretty great to me. I feel like we've made it sound terrible in this podcast. No, but like I think we've
2: made it sound pretty good. And I think really? if our listeners are still with us, I mean, thanks for joining us. Subscribe. I mean, you're you're amazing. Um, but outside of that, I think. I don't know. Isn't that what you want to hear from like your national team members, your professional athletes is that, Hey, while I'm in this, I'm in this, like I'm enjoying, I'm not taking this for granted. I'm going full out. Like Carolyn, you're saying like, Hey, I'm I'm in it. I'm riding the wave. Like I'm not, you know, looking outside. I'm going to enjoy the moment, which I think like, I mean, I, I did that too. When I played, I kind of regret it now, but I think (laughs) in the moment, I also though, didn't fully enjoy it. And really appreciate it as much as maybe I could have. I mean, it was tough because, you know, it was it was a grind.
3: Is is that the part you regret, though, that you think you didn't enjoy it enough or you regret not becoming more well-rounded?
2: Uh, I think it was hard to enjoy. Like, I mean, you go to, you go to Mm. Nistad, Switzerland, you got to play an 8am match in the rain against a tough, uh, Argentinian team in the first round of the qualifier with a partner who you don't know you're staying in a hostel actually. So it's like bunk beds and you're getting up in the morning (laughs) to play in a highly competitive match at 8am. It's like, okay. I mean, it's hard to find the appreciation there. Um, Mm. but I certainly wish that I had done some more, like on the side right? like i had so much time when i was traveling to do something learn something like Stein. pick something up and yeah. uh, or or go more into it like do more training do more vault film all that and i i did neither of those things so i mean i'm reassured mm-hmm. to hear that uh, it sounds like anyways that both of you aren't uh, making my mistakes which i mean I, <laughs> hey well done to both of you for for that cuz seriously it's not an easy life
3: no, it's not. But that's where I think like I when people because pro is really difficult, like when if people are like kind of feeling the woes of like, oh, should I keep doing this? I always tell them to stop, which kind of sounds terrible. But I just feel like with pro, if you're not fully in and not committed, it's horrible, like you cannot be half in half out in this lifestyle because it is torture to, as you said, like waking up at 8am in the rain to play a game. That's just super intense. It's just not ideal. Right. And it's the same, same with indoor. Like it can be extremely difficult to be away from people. So if you're like not in and you're done, like I think, there's, there's a certain point you should fight through it, but also like, know know when you're done and to move on. I just had a thought cause it
2: kind of, this is something I wanted to talk about, but now I'm curious cause your coach obviously needs to play a role in that. Right? Like your your kind of enjoyment, your investment, your mental state around it is super mm. important. Um, and I'm kind of curious in in you in both of your experiences, because I mean in Beach, it's different. It's the wild freaking West. Like you get who you get, you get who you can, it's your parent, in my case, or somebody else. Yeah. But in indoor, it's very formalized, right? So are the coaches kind of in there, I mean, next gen, pro, whatever, in there, very conscious of that fact, saying, Hey, we understand that our athletes are they need to be all in and we gotta be accommodating. And and if so. Oh, what are some of the things that like would change and they would do that would actually really help support that? I mean, maybe that's a bit of a deep question, but I, I mean, I, I'm super curious.
3: Yeah. Well, like for pro, they do not give a crap. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> that's pretty clear. Like-
3: like they you are a commodity you are signing a contract to do a job if you're not doing a job then you should be fired like it's very and obviously this this was the caveat it depends on what league it depends on your coaches what level but like in general like I sign a contract to do a job to play volleyball like there really is very little concern about your your well-being in that way i say that like there are some coaches that care which is great national team is very different like we have a whole support system game plan like all the canadian sports institutes like there are full you know, programs dedicated for our mental well-being, for us to be able to go get a business degree if we want while we're playing, you know, all of that stuff is is actually really, really well supported in Canada. And, like, we're one of the very few national team programs or nations even that have that system at all. Like, you talk to European athletes and they <laughs> have, like, nothing. Like, it's just a completely different culture. Like, there is no game plan. There is no, like um educational resources. Like there is none of that um in Europe specifically. Like we're we're actually really well supported. And in terms of coaches, they're all part of that conversation, or at least all the coaches we've had. They their their main priority is the wellness of the athletes in in every area, I would say.
1: And just to just to add on that, we had Joe Trinsey who worked with Team Canada. He's been a big part of USA volleyball. So he he mentioned (laughs) to build on Garrett's point there that like because you're a high performance athlete you've missed vacations birthdays family like you you've missed a lot and what Joe and what he was doing with USA volleyball and tried to bring to team Canada a little bit was as an athlete you almost owe it to yourself and your family and your sport group to work your tail off and do your best every single time because you're sacrificing so much right like do you remember him bringing that up at a team talk he talked about you know if we're going for the Olympics you owe it to yourself your family like everybody to to do your best every single time because you' you're not a normal person you're missing birthday parties you're missing a whole bunch of stuff. Right, like, can you just comment on on what that meant to the team? Talking about we're special and we owe it to everybody to go for it right now.
3: Yeah, I love Joe. He's great. He he's such a good guy. He can always give a good motivational speak or speech. Um, yeah, it's really special. I remember when he was talking about um, in preparation for the Olympic qualifier. Uh, what year was that? The one that a year and a half ago. Don't be losing track of years already.
2: We're only twenty nine, Jen. Like, gosh. <laughs>
3: well but like the because co- we didn't have national team last summer because everything was shut down like we're always like last summer but it wasn't it was the it's summer yeah. last what season.
2: is time so it's- anymore it's true I should yeah
3: yeah <laughs> so he talks about that a lot and his experience in 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 Rio and just like how USA was just like all in and they did and I think with Joe too he's really focused on minute details so he was he brought the idea of going super in depth and finding every single way. Like how can you make a three point difference, whether that's like serving aggressively in six rotations, whether that's like finding a tick of a setter. Like he was super great about finding those small details and also like just being 100% in and committed to what you're doing. Like if you're going to go for a serving whatever, if you're going for short, if you're going for a seam, like go for it a hundred percent, like, don't just like kind of put the ball in and you kind of serve a drop. Like if you're going to go for it, go for a hundred percent. And he also talked about too, like he was really great about creating scenarios and practice of replicating like, okay, it's 24, 23 to qualify for the Olympics, what serve are you hitting? And he would say that every single practice. And he would like point to someone and be like, it's 23 all, serve. And you would have to like serve in front of everybody to like qualify for the Olympics.
1: So that was, I think that was huge. Love that. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. I love when we get the behind the scenes stuff, Garrett. Yeah, I mean,
2: I love it too. And I, I'm kind of saddened because I feel like we could talk with these two forever. <laughs> um, but I realize that the later we keep the show going, the later they are staying up at night <laughs> in Italy. I mean, it's fine for us here, but for them, it's like, Hey, it's, it might be tomorrow soon. Actually, it's already it tomorrow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Officially. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, this is how we usually end the show is we probably get to a point where it just kind of deteriorates to the point where we gotta, we gotta end it. Normally we don't have such a, such an inside scoop like that perspective jen so i mean i'm a little bit thrown off by that but uh i mean listen thank you both for being on sharp cuts i mean this is what it is i'm not sure if you guys have seen episodes before whatever but i mean what'd you think
4: it was what, it was I, a time
2: <laughs> it, it was time. a time that is that is a perfect descriptor what is it on the fence cuts. there caroline yep I thought, <laughs> josh making i thought,
3: yeah, argue more I'm a little disappointed in us, Garrett. We've gotten soft in our old age. Well, listen.
2: Yeah, I have no rebuttal,
1: actually. Again, I guess
2: contributing to the point.
1: (laughs) No, Garrett, this was good. It's good to win over the captain of the team, so now we can get other national team players. When we have Caroline back, we'll have to make sure the internet's a little bit better, because not only were we cutting her off a lot, but I think she's on a slight delay, so when she did try to get a word in edgewise, like, it just wasn't happening, so... Uh, Oh, no! we'll have to have them both back on but i think that was really good this will come out on monday you can watch it on youtube if you're more into listening you want to listen to it in the car when you're doing your grocery shopping it's going to be on passing dimes on all the podcast platforms garrett again we just get a little bit better every week the guests just keep bringing it it's, it's having a blast doing this
2: i mean the tech on. was a challenge this episode i apologize to everybody <laughs> my gosh this is going to look crazy but hey italy canada we did it
3: well <laughs>